Having sex with your partner really helps you mentally, physically, emotionally, and all, it brings you out of the darkness that you're in. It legit does. And who doesn't want that? Think about it this way. Think about it this way. You know how you're, you're sitting there and you're dealing with somebody who's a real pain in the ass or a real B-I-T-C-H, whatever the hell you want to call them. They're just like people you don't know, a teacher or a, a boss. Or a bully or a cyber whatever. bully. It doesn't matter, whatever it is. The first thing that comes to your mind all the time, whoever they are, is that person needs to get laid. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Always ready. <laughs> There's uh, three young boys during an etiquette class, and the teacher tells them, she goes, today we're going to have a little exercise. I want each of you to tell me how you would tell your date that you're going to get up and use the restroom. How would you tell your date? So she asked the first boy, Johnny, how, do you, how would you do it? He would go, excuse me, miss, I got to go take a piss. The teacher kind of smacks her head and she's like, no, 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 that's not the way you do it. Goes to the next boy. How about you, Sam? How would you do it? And the boy goes, oh, I would just simply say, excuse me, miss, I'm going to go to the bathroom and take a pee. She goes, better, but no, not really. So she goes to the third boy whose name happens to be Roger. And she goes, Roger, how would you do it? He goes, well, I would look at her in the eyes and I would say, excuse me, miss. I have to go over there and shake somebody's hand. I'm truly hoping I'll be able to introduce you to him later. <laughs> How the fuck did I know? It was something like, something to do with that. It's polite, no? Just being polite. So anyways. You're hilarious. We had a long weekend here down in Ontario. I thought it was everywhere, but I guess it's just Canada. Yeah, I don't know if it's everywhere. Is it everywhere long weekend? What is it? I know it's Ontario and British Columbia. I don't know if it is everywhere. I know it's not Quebec. There you go. No, yeah, it's true. It's not Quebec. But listen, listen, listen. Before you go on, you have something to say. Welcome to Head of a Hill Show, everybody. My name is Nina. And I'm here with my gorgeous husband, Roger. Sorry, I forgot to say it. <laughs> and we are the Head of a Hill Show. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Get funny. right into the story. You know, but it's funny. I love when you do it and when you forget it. It's like... God damn it, I have to do it, and I'm not as good as he is. <laughs> so. You're just a hottie, aren't you? Because of a long weekend, we didn't get to do our episode in time. 
because uh, we just got back from a little trip. But we had some fun. We had a very, very, very busy weekend. Although I was able to do quite a bit of work, we had a lot of action. It was action-packed weekend, let me tell you. It started with my amazing, talented boyfriend, Chris Brown. <laughs> so we had a concert on Friday. Then we had a, um, uh, a comedy show that our friends took us to on Saturday. And then another kind of concert on Sunday, Sunday which was an outdoor kind of pool concert. It was a lot of fun. It, a lot of I feel like we, we were everywhere. Yeah, yeah. All weekend. And it was uh it was good fun, but we couldn't get the um the episode in time. So this would actually make it day twenty of our challenge. Woohoo If anybody is is following our little what do you call it? Little challenge. It's called intimacy challenge. I call it a fucking challenge. <laughs> Thank God, thank God one of us is a little sane, the other one's insane. Yeah. Because I try to find good words sometimes, even though I cuss, I'm not going to lie, I cuss a lot, but I try to find some good words to say them, but you just screw me up all the time with your effing words. Um, well, we can call it our good fucking intimacy challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's if you good. guys don't know what that is, is uh, we met... Um, well, we had a guest on our show. Who are also in the same space as us. They're all into relationship and the relationship therapy and intimacy, but they're a little more ahead of us. And they came up with this challenge yeah. that they challenged themselves to do, which is have sex every day for as long as they can without interruption. Like yes. every day, every 24 hours, you have to get it in, whether you no like it or not. <laughs> whether you like it, whether it's rain, shine, rain or shine, okay? It's a period, no period, it doesn't matter. You gotta get it in. And they went to 60 days. And on our show, we said, okay, we can beat that number. So Nina said, Nina said she wanted to do 61 days. And I said, well, hang on, a sec. Now hang it's on changed. a sec. If we're gonna do 60 anything, it's gotta be 69 days. Does it, don't you guys agree? Like, I totally agree with you. There you I, go. I think they agree. So 69 day challenge. And I don't know why we're not doing more of this on Instagram and TikTok, like we said we were going to do, but we're gonna have to. Because I want to have fun with it. Not just our fun. I want everybody to have fun with it. So, day 20 of our fucking intimacy challenge. Who's it? Who else is in? Message us. Send us pictures. Do whatever you want to do. A few of you have already messaged me and saying that you're in, which I love, love, love. I appreciate. I love the challenge. I love having you guys with us doing these kind of things because it makes us feel like we're not the only ones. There's so many of you out there. And those are those of you that are shy that don't want to come forward. It's okay as long as you're doing it because mm -hmm. what you want to do is enhance your marriage, your relationship, you know, bring it to a next level. We're growing here. We're mm -hmm. making love. We're having fun. We're learning, mm -hmm. you know, and we're and, making our marriage beautiful. So and I got to say, like not every one of these 20 days we wanted to. Sometimes you were mad at me. Sometimes I was mad at you. Sometimes I was just mad in general or whatever the heck the, the case was. I was in a good mood or, you know, just no time. We made sure we did it because we didn't want to, I mean, you know, we got, online, dude. Yeah, we we got accountability it. like crazy because you guys are sitting here listening to us and, and rooting us on. So we want to make sure we get through it, obviously. So, you know, it, it, and it kind of, whatever issue we were dealing with, 
it kind of disappeared. It does disappear. This is, this is what I'm saying when I tell all of you guys that are listening to us that this stuff helps. Having sex with your partner really helps you mentally, physically, emotionally, and it brings you out of the darkness that you're in. Legit does. And who doesn't want that? Think about it this way. Think about it this way. You know how you're, you're sitting there and you're dealing with somebody who's a real pain in the ass or a real B-I-T-C-H, whatever the hell you want to call them. They're just like people you don't know, a teacher or a, a boss. Or a bully or a cyber whatever. bully. It doesn't matter, whatever it is. The first thing that comes to your mind all the time, whoever they are, is that person needs to get laid. You never hear anybody say, oh, that guy's getting laid too, way, way too often. That's why he's... He's the way he is. Take a chill pill. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's absolutely helped our mindset and our the way we interact with each other. We can bicker, we can fight over little things here and there, but you know, we have to get like we we have to get it in, like you said. Right. So <laughs> you know, whatever it is we gotta deal with, we gotta deal with. I mean, yeah, who doesn't want to have that relationship that is gonna that thrives at all times? I mean we all want to be with someone that is, you know, loving, kind, respectful. You want to have a relationship that's going to be fun, long-lasting. These are all the things we all crave as men and women. Because we can have everything else. If you don't have that kind of relationship, nothing is worth it. Yeah. So we really do believe that intimacy helps with that. And it's helping us. It's helped our friends, many, many people we know. So if you want to join in, yeah. join in. Don't be that person that just needs to get laid. <laughs> Go out and get it. We are talking about what today? We're exactly talking about, about, we're together 20 years. Mm. 19 years married, 25 years. Yep. This and is actually August is our anniversary month. month. We, yep. we, get, we got married at the end of August. Uh, we actually met mid-September, 25 years ago, and got married 19 years ago in the end of August. So this is kind of like our anniversary time. That's right. Yeah. 100%. So we thought a lot of people always ask us that question. What, what, what's that question you always ask us? How, how what's your secret to yeah. having a long, fun relationship? Like we get it all the time. That's the number one topic that comes up, whether we're on TikTok or whether we're at the gym, whether we're on Instagram, whether we're in real life that people ask us, wow, I love your energy. People that don't know us, they're like, what is the secret? Because when we say we've been together for 25 years, they are constantly saying, well, how, do, how can I have that? Because I want it. Who doesn't want it? Like legit, who doesn't want to have that blissful, loving, sexy, fun, long relationship mm -hmm. with the person that they think that is their best friend? Yeah. So and and we have the secrets, we have all the skills. We've been through them. Yeah. Well, this is how we've done it. Every relationship is different. They they have different aspects, different different um, I don't know, goals, values, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I think that a lot of the things that we've looked back on and said, you know, this, this helped us get to where we are. You know, it, I'm sure in some shape or form, it will help you get to where you want to be in your relationship if you're just starting it or if you're halfway through it, whatever it is. We're going to talk a, a bit about, I guess, the stuff we did, well, we well, think we did at the beginning. Some right. of the stuff we feel that we that helped us get... Right, because we talk about deeper. this all, all the time, yeah. you and I, we say... Well, what is it that made our relationship thrive as much as it has? It's not, we can't really pinpoint one or two things. It's the combination of little things that we have done over the years. Mm. So we came up with a few things, but like we thought, okay, it's August, our anniversary month, in honor of our anniversary. What better way to give back to you guys than to 
help you see what is possible for you and your partner, what is what you can do in your relationship to make it that thriving, beautiful, sexy, blissful, fun relationship. So we came up with a lot of things that we've done that we think has helped us go. Yeah. You know, as but we, so but today's episode is going to be just the beginning kind of stages. Yeah. You know, this is, this is, these are the things that we feel made us get to where we are. Yeah, just like you said. So we're gonna kind of chalk off a few. I think I know you got a little bit more than I do, but I just you know I'll, I'll play off of what you have. Well, I want to start just just yeah. explaining this to our listeners. I want you to know that relationship, just like everything else, is made of mini series, mini stages. Okay. It's like a movie. When you watch a movie, there's different scenes, different series of the movie. And then becomes, at the end, it becomes one whole picture. And you see how clearly at the end. So a relationship for us is like that too. 25 years, I look back where we are now and where we come from, how far we've come. And everything's so clear to me now. Mm -hmm. And today we are going to talk about the first stages of the relationship. Just to equip you guys, to make you... Maybe help, maybe one or two points, but we're going to say it's going to help you understand your relationship better or try and do something different if it's not where it's at for you. You know, like I always said, I'm a preventative. I I try to prevent bad things from happening before they happen. So if there's something that I want to change, I'll I'll do something. Or or a lot of times I won't even let Roger know about it. I'll just defer my thinking or my th- or my actions so the bad thing wouldn't happen. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. I do it with our kids I all find the time. I'm more of a like a fixer, like a problem solver or maybe not problem solver, but um I'm I'm a problem yeah. avoider and you're a problem solver. It's true though, but it's true. Mm. If it if it arises then you're taking care of it. Yeah. So I try not to let it arise. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, but 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 that's the thing about relationships. You have to see who what your role is in that relationship, what your strengths strengths are, and what your weaknesses are, and you communicate that to your partner. You know what I mean? Those are the things that a couple of things that helped us through here. So, what do you say? What would you say is one of the keys of what are the things that you felt that you did or I did mm-hmm. at the beginning of the relationship to make us last to the middle of our relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I guess to get to that point where we had kids, yeah, or marriage or whatever yeah. I was. Um, so at the beginning, I mean, this is part one of, um, we're going to do about three to four series of this month with this. This is part one. And I think for me at the beginning, um, and I can emphasize or stress enough on this point is be yourself. I know you hear this a lot. I know it's like a cliche almost just hearing you, I mean, me saying it. But it is true. It is so important to be yourself. And I'll explain what I mean by that. The only way you'll succeed succeed in the relationship that you individually yourself want is to be who you are. So, for example, if you are going to walk into a relationship when you meet someone, if you are pretending to be someone just because to make them happy or to let them see a part of you that you you don't have or that you're not, um, just so your ego can win, I know it's so much easier to be that way, but trust me when I say be yourself because that person sooner or later is going to see through those colors. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be one and with, be with you because if they're with that person that you're pretending that, that you are, that's not you. Yeah. Sooner or later, that person is going to see and is going to say, no, this is and not you're what setting, You're setting yourself up for failure. And, right. And sometimes... You know, even if you succeed for many, many years, you're not going to be happy because you're not being who you are, you know, yeah. being yourself, uh, just so that you could please somebody else. I mean, I would hate 
to do that in any situation, whether it's work or anything. Like, I mean, you know, just, yeah, be, be who you are 100%, 100% be who you are. Yeah, focus on getting to know each other really well, like know you as, know the, your partner as, as the real them and, and introduce your real yourself. Because the reason I'm saying this, I remember the first two, three months in our relationship, we had a lot of ups and downs. And I think I was giving you a few little white lies here and there. And I quickly discovered that my husband over here at the time was my brand new boyfriend. We weren't even boyfriend, girlfriend, we were just dating. That he had boundaries and his boundaries were set so good and so high. And I knew right away, I'm like, this guy does not like like certain things. And if I really want to be with him, if I really see myself, see him as my best friend, as my life partner, I have to be myself. I have to be, I owe it to myself to be me. Mm. In my darkest hours, in my filthiest filth, I even took out my contacts after a little while. I was like being me 100% because I wanted to see that. And I was like, he doesn't like lies. Mm. He doesn't like anyone to lie around him. And, and I don't like lies. Why am I lying? It's one of those things, you I know? guess my, my personality is that I, I tend to trust people right away. Mm-hmm. Not, not so much anymore, but when I was younger, I tend to trust everybody I meet. Oh, they seem so nice. I'm going to trust them. And then when when I see little lies and little things come up, I'll be like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't be trusting them. Like I had a lot of friends or friends of friends yeah. that I didn't particularly like. I, I didn't mind having a conversation with them and talking and joking around, but I knew that half of the stuff that came out of their mouth was full of shit. And I just didn't care for that. I, you know, I just didn't, didn't care for it. I didn't trust it. I didn't, anything. So I wouldn't be friends with those people. I'd be acquaintances. Right. With them. And with you, I mean, I, I, if I remember some instances, what, what's, just to, to, to kind of emphasize on what I mean by little white lies, little things like I remember we were living together at this time, but I remember you had bought some clothes and I asked you just, how, oh, those are, those are nice. What kind of jeans? And I'm like, oh my God, they're a good pair of jeans. How much were they? Like, oh, they were on sale. And they were, they were I don't know what you said, 20, 30 bucks. Yeah, I lied about them. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. And then, and then I remember you had told me to grab the bag, throw it out. Oh, can you grab the receipt? So I grabbed the receipt and it was like $160. I'm like, to myself, I'm thinking, why would you lie? That's stupid, and right? Was, and, 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 I, and I kept on going back and I said, you know what? If you want me to trust you in any way, you throw little white lies where I catch you, and I'm not going to trust you when you're telling me real big shit. And that shit, you know what I mean? Bell in my brain still yeah. to this day. So you know, was, like yeah. that's why I remember the situation. Everything, but it was just like a, a little white lie. But it was just like one of those things. Like you do this often enough, and when you tell me real big shit, I'm not going to believe it. I'm going to be in the back of my head thinking it's so easy for you to lie. But like, this is just, what I talk about: core values and goals, and 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 uh, this is this is my this is your boundaries. This is you're setting them, and I'm like. Oh my God, I knew you were my man for life because that's who I am too. That's what I saying, me. I, I don't get like saying it. things that, you know, you're, makes it easier. It's for the moment it, or, yeah, yeah, you don't want to make better, yourself look you know, bad. Or, kind of stuff. Like I always joke around and, and uh, crack jokes when, when she asks me serious questions. And that's the way I cope with that kind of stuff, I guess. I yes. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I, one thing for, for me at the beginning, if I look back, why I was able to continue... Because, I mean, dating one person for a long time wasn't my forte. Like, I, it wasn't something I did. It was, you know, a week maximum sometimes. Uh, I did have long-term relationships, two of them before, but they were spread pretty far apart. One of the things that I liked was, um, you know, being patient with the speed that your partner is used to. Okay, so 
I knew that with you, like weeks after we met, marriage would have been a question. You, you started talking about it. Uh, more like months, but yeah. Whatever, yeah. And I knew that that was your, your background, your upbringing. And I explained to you what mine was. My parents got married on their 25th anniversary. Right. I was legal to drink at their wedding. Weddings are not a big thing for us. And we eventually compromised and we yes, did what but, we both loved. And, you but know, you didn't break my balls about it for the whole time. You know, you let me, we dated for six years before, yeah. but there was big decisions in between there. Like yeah. I moved to a different city. I left Ottawa to be with Nina in Toronto, left my family, left all, So that was a big decision on its own. So doing one after another was just, <laughs> I guess, a little bit too much for me, but that's what it was. It was just spread out. You were patient with the, the speed that I was able to go. And even when it was kids, like I didn't want them right away. I didn't want to grow up and all that stuff. And then it just kind of... It took us four years after the wedding yeah, we had our, our yeah. first kid. And then it just kind of happened. Like you didn't f force me into it. And would I, would I have wanted kids younger? I don't know. Maybe. Like we're in our four, mid to late 40s now and our kids are just becoming teenagers. Would it have been easier for us now if they were 17, 18? I have no idea. But... Which just brings me back to my first point, focus on getting to know the real you. The real I knew what you're about. I knew you needed a lot of patience mm -hmm. and you needed a lot of truth. And that mm -hmm. was I it was a lot of, some of the things I had, my my that was what I was built on, that was my my foundations. Yeah. Some of the things I had to learn to I had to learn the skill to keep myself going with yeah. you because I did not want to I wanted to prevent us from ever breaking up. I wanted us to be forever. Remember I mm -hmm. told you? Yeah. I knew well, you were forever. That was one thing. Both of us, our parents, were together their whole marriage, their mm -hmm. whole lives, essentially. Yeah. Even though they maybe shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? besides our opinion. Our opinion is like, yeah, 100%. No, but like there was a lot of tension between your parents and your, your mom and dad. Yes, sometimes, whole life. Sometimes there was with my mom and dad. So there was a lot of like stuff they had to deal with. So... If it was nowadays, they would have probably been on their second or third marriage. You know what I mean? If it which was, which made me realize what I had was amazing with you, and I was gonna keep it forever. And which yeah. is what I'm saying at the beginning: be yourself. Yep. Be yourself. Because if I pretended that to be somebody else and lied to Raja about everything I was doing, even though he hated it, I liked it. I'd like to pretend this, this. And that. You know what? That would have never worked. Raja would have got sick of my lies, of mm. my pretentious style. I would have said, "Fuck it." No, but I became, I proved to him that I am who I am and I can't change that. And that's what yeah. you fell in love with. And that's what I fell in love with, with you. So that was number one. The, uh, like I said, the most important part is be yourself with yeah. your partner. Yeah. hundred percent. And like, like I said, don't rush them. Then the next step, it'll come. It'll come. I mean, I, I hear a lot of people that, well, I, don't, I won't say a lot, but there's quite a few people that I've talked to and I ask, you know, how long you guys been together? Oh, Together, eight, married, six and a half. I'm like, holy shit, a year and a half? And you got married? That's quick. You know, and to me, it's like, I, 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 I would hope that you'd get a little bit of time to get to know each other and be mm -hmm. able to go with each other's flow a little bit. You know, like, take your time. You know, you sway this way, I sway this way. We just kind of get our flow. And then, you know, right. you start a family, you start the life and all that stuff. There's a lot of people that have met quickly and got married quickly and they've lived together for a long time, happily loving. Oh, yeah. I know. I know like people yeah. arrange marriages that are extremely happy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that 
the extremely happy part was something that they had to grow. They grew into. They were able to. The skill that they created. Sway, yeah. I mean, hundred percent. They learned. Sorry, yeah. the skill that they learned to adapt to each other's, and fall in love with that person. Accept little things that yeah. little qu- qu- uh, what are qualms, quirkiness, quirkiness oh. all that kind of stuff that might make you think, oh, that's annoying or that's weird or whatever. You know, get to know that that is that person. It's not, they're not weird. It's just the way they they maneuver or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So you get you get used to it, you accept it, you understand it and you move on to the next part. So yeah, if you're listening to this, I need you to go back to this point again and really listen to it and see if you can relate to anything we're saying because at, at this point of our life, the wisdom that we've had from this relationship, we know for a fact everybody relates to these things. We all go through them. Our kids are going through them. Our friends are going through them. We're human beings. It's inevitable that we don't go through all, through all these changes in our lives. So listen to it. And if you can relate, and if you're at the this start of your relationship right now, pay attention to these little things that we're asking you to do because they're important. This is when you're building the foundation of your relationship right now. So listen to it and, and see where you need to improve and where you, you know, in your relationship. I think another point would be, you know, you had a, if you're, especially if you're at a young age, just starting a relationship or if the relationship's at a young age to kind of like show a lot of support, a lot of reassurance through that time. We've grown over the years together and, and, and now we have extreme um, relationship safety. We have safety in our relationship. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to leave. You know I'm not going to leave you. Absolutely. So at the beginning of the relationship, when it's young, that's a big fear. You like what you have in front of you. I'm so scared to lose it. I'm so scared to lose it. So little things, like it, it breaks my heart sometimes. Some of our young friends, they're, they have great relationships with boyfriends and stuff like that, and they break up over the kind of like the dumbest little thing. Like yeah. it's just a small little thing, but it, your ego felt that it was such a big thing that you pushed it away and now it's gone. And yeah, it, when, it, when it, where it could have been something amazing, long, fun. Yeah. Like long-term, happy, fun. Yeah, if your personalities yeah. match and you have fun together and you know you have similar interests, don't base all your relationships on what, what has happened in the past or what you've seen on TV or whatever. Well, I was going to go into that right now, actually. I was that My next point was exactly that. Even if the connection in your relationship is really strong between the two of you guys, make sure you have enough emotional intelligence between both of you, both of you, not just one of you. Because in, in order for you to build the home together, to move forward, you have to have that. You can't just have a, an issue every time you go, go over and hurdle, a small hurdle, mm-hmm. you know? The hurdles will happen in your relationship in every stage of it. You have to be emotionally strong to move on to the next one, knowing that you're going to have a next one and next one and next one because mm. in every stage you're going to have ups and downs. And sometimes the downs are so freaking low and so deep, it takes a, a village to get you out of it. But yeah. if you're emotionally strong, if you're both connected in that way and you're committed to each other, You've, you'll be fine. You'll mm-hmm. move on to the next state, step. Yeah. Just expect it. Do you understand? Yeah. And, and I, I guess, I mean, a lot of shit happens in relationships and a lot of stuff people get very upset about and insulted. I mean, unless it's something really bad, like, you know, uh, 
beating up or that kind of stuff. That's a totally different story. Abusive. There's, they're abusive. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Uh, but that kind of stuff, it, it's unacceptable. But I'm saying just somebody's quirkiness and somebody's little annoyances that you that you seem to, you know, drive you crazy or whatever. Learn to deal with them, or or either that, or talk to to them about it and say, like, listen, like, do you, do you have to do it like this, or can you do it? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of Change how do people can get out of these little arguments, these little arguments that they're making into really, really big ones. We've had by communicating these yeah. issues to each other. Once you're calm, once you're breathing, once you, you know, okay, you, we're done. Let me let me go outside. I I want banter back. I want say what I have to say right now because it's going to turn ugly. It's going to be mm-hmm. big. Let me take a moment. Let me breathe a little bit. Gather my thoughts together. And maybe it's going to take me 20 minutes to a day. Yeah. But we'll get back to this. Yeah. This is how we do things. At the beginning of a relationship, yes, emotions are high. Egos are up. But but also the fear, the fear of losing that person. Yeah. The fear of losing that person sometimes is so bad that you end up losing them because of it. Do you know what I mean? Right. So you get your ego gets in the way, you get into these big fights, and safety in a relationship is really uh, comforting, really... Um, but like, like you said, that's sometimes it's hard at the beginning of a relationship. That comes a little later, maybe stage two of the relationship or a little yeah. later, but... But it starts at the beginning. You have to go through the hardship. Our, our points are here mm. to let you see that it's going to be hard, but you have to go move on to the next step and yeah. next step. So it's yeah. stages. It's just like a... Yeah, learn from it. Don't make those things that things shit? that happen. Those are things that happen to you. They're not things that made you. That, that movie game, Hunger Game, yeah. the stages, yeah. is easy stage, harder, harder, right, and harder. Right. That's a relationship. That's our life. Life is like that, right? Mm. So if you go, both of you are emotionally strong to be together and to build a home, you'll be able to overcome all these little hurdles mm. together yeah. by communicating them, you know? Yeah. A lot of us, a lot of times we think we can do it from shouting, but yeah. no. No, you can't. You can definitely not do anything from shouting. I know that I know I don't get anywhere when I have a, a shouting match with you. I know that I, I sometimes I, I throw some points in there that I never would if I was talking softly, but I, I know they don't come out good. I know they come out very obviously angry and very insulting sometimes the way I talk. I mean, for a big example, we had, when I, when I first moved to Toronto, you and I had a little falling out and we ended up leaving each other for about a month. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, the beginning, beginning. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't... It was kind of like as if we were in high school because we saw each other every day. We worked in the same place. Yeah, we even touched each other's hands every now and then. We'd walk over and he'd like... You know? No, I don't even think we were even talking in that sense. We were, I don't know, we were we were not super amicable. We were kind of avoiding looking at each other. We were, we wouldn't Yeah, we out. were both selling, I was saying, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you said fragrance, you'd come to the counter, yeah. pick up fragrance, so you touch my hand by accident sometimes. I'd be like, uh, did he do that on purpose? He's not even talking to me. Maybe. But anyway, go ahead. Maybe. But I know that it essentially came back together because I said, here, here's what I am feeling. I felt that I couldn't get my point across when I was talking to you, whether it was the way I was talking or uh, that you were answering back kind of thing and stopping me from being able to. So I decided I'm going to write a letter. And I wrote a, a massive letter because, I mean, 
to me, there was so much things wrong Eight with the relationship. Letter, it was back and forth. Yeah, both sides. You mean both sides? Um, so front and back. Yes, but <laughs> but the thing is, is I mean, we didn't have text. Well, we kind of did, but it was on like a razor. It no, we didn't. That was way before text. Okay. We had pagers at that time. Okay, so I couldn't get it get it across in a pager or a text <laughs> or, or an email. Um, so I I wrote a, a long ass letter and I gave it to her. After that, we kind of talked again, and then. There might have been a booty call in a, in a way, and all there of a sudden, definitely was a booty call. And all of a sudden, we were back together, one hundred million percent. No questions asked, yeah. And we didn't really look back from there. We didn't really break up again after that at all. That was it. That was the only breakup yeah. we had. We had arguments. We had all kinds. Of, I mean, we went through all kinds of stuff. You know, ex girlfriends still talking to me, or Nina flirting with somebody, or something. You know, just we went through all these things that a lot of people break up over. Which is what a lot of us do. They bring in ex uh, pains and patterns from their past experiences, from their past relationships, from their past life into this relationship. You have to be committed to align your thoughts together, to align your healing journey together. He said, listen, I come from this kind of relationship. This is what I've gone through. You've gone through that. Let's legit commit to helping each other mm. heal and not compare each other to our past past relationship. Yeah. Not bring that into this. This is new. Yeah. We owe it to ourselves to learn from our past experiences and start something that's amazing. Mm. And that's, I think that's what we did. Yeah. You know, consciously or unconsciously, we did that. Well, we, we, had a, we had a lot of reasons, not reasons to break up, but just like things that peop, other people would have broken up for. You know what I mean? Even when I first, first moved to Toronto, I think I talked about this on the show before. Right before I was moving, I was legit, made the decision, I'm going, and out of the blue, I didn't live close to to this person. This person drove all the way out to see me and to tell me that you were dating somebody in Toronto. And this was like real. That's just how yeah. bad has been our relationship from the beginning. And this was like a high school buddy us. of mine. Like, he just decided that he, had, he had felt he had to come down and tell me that. And he, he, he said he was on a date, and he overheard somebody at another table, and they are talking about it. I don't know, maybe he thought it was me. Uh, about Nina, whatever. I, I only, I know, I knew Nina's, knew Nina only had like three or four good friends that she talks to uh, when she was in Toronto from Ottawa. So I just called them all and I just was sneaky about it. And I said, oh, did I see you at such and such restaurant on Friday? Oh, no, no, I wasn't. That wasn't me. Oh, did I see you at that? And all of them. No, no, I didn't see you. Didn't. So I was like, who the fuck was it? And then I, when I did my little baby research, I confronted you about it. And you were like, what the hell? When do I have time to do that? And and, you, and it's true because you had two jobs. You also called me in between the jobs after you got out from work. We're, I went you know, down to Ottawa every weekend, every yeah. chance I get, I would drive like at four in the morning. Get or I would come to Toronto or whatever. Yeah. So it, I spent all my free time with you and I worked the rest of the time. So I didn't get it. Well, but somebody could have taken that and ran with it completely and just... Oh, it's a sign. Yeah, it's over. It's over. I I took it as a sign. I definitely took it as a sign. Because I, I, no, I was moving the next day. And then all of a sudden I put the brakes on it. And it took me another three or four months to to really do it. But I was coming. And I, like, I just decided, fuck it. I'm I'm just packing. I wasn't even going to say anything to my landlord. I was just packing my stuff, going. See, you guys, our relationship has been amazing from day one. And people have been trying to break us up from day one and spreading rumors about us. But you know what? Well, maybe that was a sign we for me perse- not to go at that we time. We persevered, baby. We yeah. persevered 25 years of this amazing relationship because we have safety in our relationship, mm. because we have trust, we have love and loyalty. Yeah. So there you go. So there you go, you guys. This was part one 
of our part four amazing long long and beautiful relationship yeah. so this is this is like we said it's this is the stuff that we feel helped us get to that second level or whatever you want to call it uh, of the relationship where it got to be a lot more serious where you're thinking about actually building life together as Engagement opposed to just way. doing yeah, yeah all that stuff so it was just you know we went through a lot of hurdles we don't remember all of them but i'm sure if they were to come to our head we would we are we're going to go yeah. through them all in the next yeah. three sessions well no but yeah. th these are from the beginning i'm just talking about okay. but uh, it, yeah so the, but these are the things that i think that we feel really stood out and made us get to the, the second part absolutely so, like so like nina said we're going to go through all these different stages in different parts of uh these right. episodes we're putting out on the road to 100 episodes and our anniversary month because it's two, right, two august and september yeah and i hope you join us for our um what's it uh, called again the uh in fucking intimacy <laughs> challenge the fucking <laughs> intimacy challenge so we're on day 20 you guys can jump in at any time the challenge that is and let us know shoot us a message on instagram facebook tiktok whatever the heck platform you use email or internet or send a pigeon with a little note around his neck. I love it. On that note, I want to give someone a shout out. I forgot oh, yeah. to beforehand. Ooh, at the beginning. I am in love with my friends from TikTok, who are my friends on Instagram now too. Carolina Suarez, she says, I have been listening to your podcast and bravo. And she's got clapping hands, great topics and discussions. And she's done that on Instagram. Well, listen, I love these reviews. If you know me well, you'd know that I can't, get enough of them on any platforms doesn't matter instagram tiktok but preferably apple that helps us with our numbers that helps mm -hmm. us dramatically with this you know with, with the with the algorithm bringing this out to other people to listen to which is what we hope to do so um, for more people to listen to this for more more people to take in these little tips and implement them in their relationship to make it Beautiful, sexy, blissful, happy, long-lasting one. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we are here for. Yes. And I appreciate every one of you for keeping those reviews, for loving us, for listening to us. We love you back. And yes. Yeah, well, I hope the beginning stages of our relationship helps you get to the next stage. And I also hope that our challenge helps you get laid as many times as you possibly can. Day 20, baby. We all have a very happy, happy smile on our face. <laughs> so on that note. Love you guys and we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, have. we have.